Hello, and welcome to episode 125 of The Nerd Out. I'm Lisa. I'm Richie P. We're girls. We nerd out. And you can follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can email us, info at thenerdout.com. We have a website, thenerdout.com. You can find us anywhere that you're doing podcasts. You know, I talked a lot of trash about Spotify when we were first on Spotify. Like, who was yeah, the podcast on Spotify? Yeah, and you now did. I know that um, apparently a lot of people do. And that was me not knowing. And now you can also go ahead and listen to Michelle Obama's new podcast. And her first guest is um, her husband. Oh, that's really cute. And it's been, and I listened to it yesterday. It was super cute. And that's on Spotify? That's on Spotify. Is it on Spotify only? I don't know if it's a Spotify exclusive, but it was presented to me on Spotify, so I, I went I went there. Because if they're going to start doing like, oh, well, you have to subscribe to this service in order to get that podcast, the balkanization of podcasting. I am yeah. not down with that. I am sure yeah. not. And I'm only down with Spotify because I pay. Like, it's for me. I've tried different ones, and I music's so important to me. I I paid for it. But I will say this. I had been complaining for the past six months because the Supernatural Bear loves music as well. Of course he does. But he was got really hardcore into like Transformer soundtracks. His And he started making his own. I showed him how to make playlists. So he was making his own playlist of like his favorite songs. And he'll if he watches a new show, he'll like look up the songs and the bands. And so... So, you know, they, I like Spotify because it has an amazing algorithm that really, really goes, like, finds exactly what you would like, right? The suggestions, the recommendations are on point. But now when I play my, my you know, what you might like or new for you or your playlist, then it's like <laughs> Transformer shit and Weird Al Yankovic, which I, don't, I like, but not all up in my shit, you know? It's like Sonic shit, Pokemon shit. So they just came up with, and please believe it, I pay for it, uh, a duo, a Spotify duo. So someone under my account, they have their own motherfucking account, their own profile, their own playlist. So that mm-hmm. just started like a couple of weeks ago. That is pretty cool because, yeah, you don't have time for Transformers music. I don't life. want that to pop up like right after like Dizzy Gillespie and then boom, boom like, you know, it, it just messes it up. So, yeah. So I'm excited so far. So good. And I, we haven't done the, the option, but there's something that you could share together. So I don't know what that okay. is. Yet. I'll look into it. Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Sorry about that. I messed up your intro. Go ahead. No, I, I think that I'm done <laughs> introing. Um, that's really all I have. And thanks for tuning in, folks. See you later. <laughs> Basically, we can be heard on everywhere. Yeah, we're everywhere. <laughs> Live with it. Um, how has uh, how's life been for you? Life's been, you know, every day you never know what you're going to get. And uh, we're dealing with it. But what I wanted to touch base uh, bases on is that, as you know, we're we're available everywhere. And mm-hmm. yet. You're not leaving uh, reviews. You're not leaving <laughs> can you, reviews. Can you leave reviews on Spotify? Yeah, you can really. I think what I believe so. For? What are you waiting for? On everywhere. But I wanted to get back to last the last episode. Mm-hmm. We had a 
Uh, what I was already a little suspect on, um, one by Glitzy Z, if you mm-hmm. remember correctly. Oh, I remember that. And it had emojis. And I found out that it was the supernatural bear. No way. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. The emojis totally make sense. Because remember, I was like, Glitzy Z. And then I was like, but it says that Ritzy P posted it. That means it would have been me, but I wouldn't have posted it. And he was talking about, he was somehow he brought something up, the podcast up. He's been asking a lot of questions of like, uh-huh. when was the last review? And da 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 da. And I go, we keep asking people for reviews. And then I was like, wait, did you, you left that review? He goes, no, I didn't. He goes, or did I? And I was like, <laughs> He he put something on there like they're funny as f, something as funny, f funny af or something. Yeah, and I was like, you don't you do who who? <laughs> We're that other than me. We were dying. So I was like, ooh. He's like, did um, uh, Miosito was like his his dad, his papa bear was like, did you tell Ti? I was like, no, no, no. I'm gonna save it for the podcast. <laughs> so wow. the mystery of glitzy Z, and I was like. I was like, um, no, Supernatural Bear, you don't do that. <laughs> I go, he goes, well, you haven't got a, a review since da 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 da. And I was like, I, thank you. I totally appreciate it. I was like, but it's from my account. <laughs> I mean, I still, I like his use of glitzy Z. I think that's yeah. very clever. He's and hilarious. I can't even be, I can't be mad at it. I no, you can't. can't. You can't. Nope. He, he nope. was trying to support us. Yeah. And he's always well. like keeping tabs. <laughs> Thank you. Check it out. <laughs> so yeah. So I would just, you know, wanted to to let you know how how have you been, TI? Things are good. Um, it's hot. It's summer, guys. So probably almost wherever you are, it's gonna be hot. It has been we've had a string of a hundred degrees plus over here, which is hot. And uh last weekend we did some adventuring. We found a river. We went and sat mm. in it. It was um, a very shallow river. Was it super cold? It was super cold. But once you get used to it, it's nice. Um, And so we kind of like drove along the river and pulled over at a couple of places. We did find one place that was deep enough to like submerge. Mm. So uh, I went in, but uh, only one of us wanted to drive home in their wet bathing suit. And that was me. (laughs) So I think we're going to do the same this weekend, find another river. You know, oh, nice. it's like, what do you do to entertain yourself when it's balls hot and it's COVID? Balls normally, hot and COVID. Normally, normally I would be at a movie theater. <laughs> yeah, but that but, that's not uh, going uh, down. That's not happening right now. So, yes, yeah, I'm doing some outdoorsing. But, you know, things are pretty good in my life. No complaints. Speaking of hot weather, today's high in Palm Springs is 120. And... Oh. It's hot as fuck outside. I had to go open the d- front door to get some deliveries. And it felt like someone had a huge blow dryer blowing it in my face. And mm-hmm. I was telling uh, the Heard Show boys, if you guys remember back in the days, I had a podcast with Sket, One, Shane, Jessup, and Kano. So, I, you know, I talked to them daily and I was like, yo, it's about to be 120 degrees. And then uh, I was like, oh, yo, I was like, 
pray the power stays on because the entire day, because it's going to be 120 degrees. And then Shane's like, hey, Ritzy, Baghdad is 125 today, hottest ever recorded. Your city's only five degrees lower than Baghdad. I was like, oh. Wow. <laughs> 125. He's like, thoughts and prayers. I was like, you better send some positive vibes for the, that these transformers can handle the demand. Yeah, thoughts and prayers, Ritzy, for uh, sure. <laughs> so, oh, it was, and then... It's, I was, um, 107 degrees at 11 o'clock last night, which usually doesn't happen. Like if it's, we have a super hot day, at least goes down to like 80, maybe, you know, 90, Yeah. but it was 107 at 11. That's pretty rare here around these parts of towns. Yeah. We had a day that. It was, it just kept getting hotter and it peaked at 106 at 6 p.m. I was like, really? That's, there, that, just, that's, that's not nice. Could you stop? <laughs> um, but, you know, lots of other places. Uh, a lot of our peeps are in California, like coastal California. Not so warm. It's like 70 degrees. What? Yeah. Because I heard, because I rarely watch the local news, but I was doing something and it was on for some reason. And um, I really don't know why it was on, but... The homeboy was saying, the weather guy was saying that he was showing the map of like excessive weather warning, which was all us and all that whole area. And then he said that there was a thing, I forget what it's called, but where um, the the colder part of the ocean water was coming up to the surface. And because of that, that was keeping the coastal areas Hmm. cool during the time when we're having excessive heat. And I was like, ooh. So it's like reverse El Nino? Also sounds like a load of bullshit, but okay. <laughs> did, like, Either way, I was like, yeah. the coastal peoples are lucky. He's like, yeah, he's like, Poseidon has decreed <laughs> that it is time for the cold water to emerge to the surface. It only happens once every hundred years. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did want to mention that went down on, you know, when like, especially during this, this lockdown shit. Is like you'll have that one maybe part of the day that's awesome and then the other part is shitty. Or a whole day is awesome, right? You get like good news all day. That was my Monday. Like Ooh, bow, bow, bow. Nice. had like a client meeting, fucking presentation, killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? And then um, the Supernatural Bear got into this co-op, killed that shit. He had to like interview and do a practice run and all this stuff. And we got the word that down, like awesome day. Then the next day, it was like, I forgot some, I went to had to deal with some bullshit in the morning. And oh, yeah, so the Supernatural Bear was doing this coding class and they were asking to, asking him to, he was using my computer for some reason because I think his computer was too old. And then they were asking him to share his, put, turn on his security sharing shit. And luckily I hadn't left for the post office yet. And I was like, what do you need? And then they were like, Trying to explain, and I was like, as soon as they were like, "Yeah, go to Apple, go to System Preferences, go Secure," I was like, "Okay, no thanks, thank you very much." <laughs> I was like, "Nope." So then I go to uh, the UPS store to drop something off. Got my mask. It's hot as fuck. I go outside. I'm parked right in the front, and there's an empty space in front of me, and there's an old white gentleman in a red car, and he's 
going really slow. He's backing up really slow. And I was like, he's not going to hit my car, right? <laughs> oh, no. It was the slowest motherfucking fender bender ever in life. He was, you can't see me, but I'm showing T.I. He was going this slow. And I was like, he's not going to hit and me. You're and you're He's going to stop. He's going to stop. He's gonna he's totally going to stop. stop. He's totally going to stop. And then he, I have my mask on. He has his windows rolled up. And I'm going, hey, and like wailing, just flailing my arm like, hey. And then it goes, boing. <laughs> it's my car. And I was like, hey. So he takes as long just as long to get out of the car as he did to back up into my car. And uh-huh. I go over there and I was like, he doesn't have a fucking mask on. Right. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I was like, Hey, and then I look and I was like, well, luckily I don't know if you, it doesn't look like you did anything, but I don't know if there's internal damage. I don't know. I was like, you need, I go, you need to be careful. And so I was like, took a picture of his driver's license and he was like trying to find a business card. So he finally gives it to me and he's like, um, this is me right here. And I was like, okay. I go, I'll let you know. I go, I'm thinking it's fine, but I was like, be careful. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. He goes, I will. I go, be careful for yourself, for your own safety. <laughs> Wear a mask. Fuck. And I, it was the slowest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. That's why there was no damage. Because he did it so slow. And I was I like, mean, this motherfucker is about to, I don't know how many days he has left on the road. I mean, it should probably be zero. Yeah. And I sent some, I was telling my friends the other day about it. And I sent, a, sent them the picture of his, um, of the picture I took of his driver's license. And his um, driver's license, his license plate is P.S. John. <laughs> 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 and my friend's like, P.S. John, don't forget to look where the fuck you're going. <laughs> so, yeah. No, so I'm sorry. I'm glad that it's okay, though. Yeah, it was It was fine. I was, yeah, thanks. I was just like, yo, <laughs> never in my life. Yeah. Well, you know what you should have been doing instead of going out and getting hit? You should have been watching Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con on your computer. I like your transition, Tia. I I see what you're doing. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Because you know why? Why? Nobody else went. Oh! I don't know anyone really either. I don't know anyone, I don't think. Yeah, and I use went very loosely. Because really all you had to do is click a link on your computer and stare at it for five minutes. But apparently... They, I think that at their peak, there were maybe like 15,000 people on the website. A lot of people complained about it. A lot of people said afterwards that they were like, I go every year. I had no idea this was happening. That's real. That's really real. Yeah. So it was um, the democratization of San Diego Comic-Con failure and theme. So, hey, I don't know. Maybe some of you guys went to San Diego Comic-Con and virtually, by by uh, only being one out of 15,000 people, were able to get very close to your famous, your favorite, <laughs> famous, I don't know. Um, if you had been at San Diego Comic-Con, here are some things you might have learned. Uh, these are some things that I learned. So, the uh, Marvel comic universe. Uh, there is, there's obviously there's movies, there's TV shows, there's all of it. Um, it's been very interesting paying attention to like these big announcements 
very few of which were made at Comic-Con this year for <laughs> obvious reasons. And kind of how like um, Disney Plus and the movies are dealing with things. Mm. Um, I was very pleased to see that WandaVision, which I am super excited about, mm. um, WandaVision and The Falcon and Winter Soldier are both apparently coming this fall. Ooh, we need yeah. the content. I know. They, uh, so that's super exciting. And apparently those were like well in the can by the time COVID started happening. Mm. So, um, yeah, it should be, um, it should be really good. Uh, I am, I am a big Scarlet Witch fan. I don't know if Vision's going to be in it. No say. <laughs> um, haven't been paying that close of attention. Right. And um, then obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier are two people that we, maybe it's a buddy comedy from the Captain America universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, and here's some of the other dates. Um, Black Widow is supposedly coming out in November. Uh, that's not going to happen. Oh, yeah, totally. Movie. Yeah, for sure. And they spend so much money on that movie. I don't think that they could release it on video on demand and Disney and make up a fraction of what's spent on it. Yeah. So my guess is they keep it in the can. Um, then on uh, on Disney, they're also going to have the Loki TV show oh, with yeah. uh, our favorite Tom Hiddleston in 2021 at some point. The Eternals which I know very little about, is supposed to be in theaters in February of 21. I That's not going to happen. No, not at all. Uh, Shang-Chi is, uh, I think it is a movie. That's going to be out supposedly mm. in May of 2021. Mm. My Maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Yeah. And Spider-Man is supposed to be in December of 2021. And then they're rolling into, like, a whole bunch of, like, Thor is 2022, Doctor Strange mm. 22, Black Panther 2022, Captain Black Panther. Marvel 2022. Um, and the new Captain Marvel is also supposed to have Ms. Marvel, who is a super beloved um, figure from that world. Mm. And... Um, I read something online. The The rumor is that it's going to be like a mini Avengers film. So I'm thinking that they will be using that to be introducing the younger team of yeah. Avengers, Hawkeye's kid and all that, and all that yeah. sort of shit. So um, really, long story longer, I think that what's going to happen is they're going to be pumping out a Marvel Universe movie like every two weeks in like 2022. Wow. So it's going to be a good time to be a nerd. Don't die before then. Wow. Yeah. So, like, just, you know, do the work now, get rewarded. Yeah. With bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So I think that'll probably be super cool. Um, some of the other news from the Disney World is that um, – 2022 through um, 2028, every other year is going to have an Avatar or a Star Wars movie. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they pushed all of that back uh, a full year um, due to yeah. COVID. Wow. So the first one, Avatar 2, uh, 
holidays, holidays, 2022. Wait for it. Wow. So yeah, there's a lot of, are, you, a lot are of we things. excited about avatars? Have we forgotten about it? Have you seen the last, the first one recently? Does it still hold up? What are we talking about here? I don't know. I really liked it. I saw it like three times in the movie theater. I like to see things multiple times in the theater that I know I don't want to see at home. That was one of them. I liked it a lot. And I was telling the supernatural bear that, you know, that's probably on a list and I'm hoping it holds up and it would be great to see it closer to these release dates. Right. Cause then we could just like jump in and, and stuff. But yeah, I don't know on my Twitter timeline, people are just like, who gives a fuck about that shit? Who asked for, <laughs> and I think, yeah. you know, cause who he was, supposed, this, was supposed, this was supposed to come out a long, long time ago. Right. This has been like what, yeah. 10, 20 or what, 20 years. Yeah. What is it? Like Maybe it's right 10. after yeah. the first one. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, and I mean, I don't know if people out there are watching Avatar at home, not in 3D, but I can't imagine it's nearly as good as watching Avatar in a theater in 3D. I saw Avatar theater in 3D, and then I've seen it multiple times. I saw it multiple times at home, and it was still good. But <laughs> I know the story, and you know, and also now I can't see really see 3D movies because it fucks up my eyes. I, the glasses don't work over my glasses, I need them. Yeah. And it gives me a headache. So, like, that was, that was the, la- I think that was the last 3D movie I saw, I was able to see. That is a bummer. But before we get into the, the next thing on the movies, I wanted to just toss this in there and see how this all affects movies, TV, everything. Mm-hmm. You, you heard about the CAA, like the Red Wedding that went mm-hmm. down at CAA. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that, Monday or something like that? Yeah. And CA is an agency, and it's kind of like what, uh, what's his name on Entourage was based on. Like, if you saw yeah. it, like, that's kind of like how, you know, Ari, Ari and all them, like, this is kind of like what, in the offices, uh, it looks like um, the Death Star, mind you, like, the, it doesn't look like in a shape, but it's just ominous kind of like, like they that. Call it the and, Star. Yeah. So, you know, if you don't know, so it was like out of nowhere, it seemed like um, <clears throat> they furloughed 227, 275 employees and let go of 90 agents and executives. And they called it in a bombshell move. Everyone was like, oh, shit. Like, so that's kind of like such because that spoke volumes on the on the entertainment business as a whole. And as you know, we come from that world. Most of our really good friends that we've known forever are in that world still. Have some of them have been furloughed. Some of them have been let go. And it's like they had hope and I think this kind of crushed it. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to get your thoughts on it, T.I., and I also wanted to see how do we feel that's going to impact, or if it's going to impact at all, you know, these movies were kind of like already in the mix. It's a Marvel machine, but how is that going to impact what gets made? Is it going to free everyone up to get some other shit made that maybe wouldn't because you're not, like, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean... I know that a lot of the people that were furloughed were like mailroom, receptionist. Hourly folks. Yeah, like hourly folks, which I think those are a lot of people who were furloughed. I don't think that they were totally cut loose. 
Um, and I don't know what percentage of the people who got the big axe, if they were music people or like what area of CAA they were in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't, it certainly doesn't surprise me that, um, if any, if most people who work in the music part of CAA didn't see this one coming, then they crazy. Yeah. For Um, sure. And I mean, you know, it's in stuff like this does reverberate. It does mean that, you know, lots of these people, when things start to get better, they'll go and they'll create new amalgamations and start new things. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think that it's the way that the process, the, the industry goes is it sort of the snake eats its tail and on and on it goes. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously really sad when anybody loses their job especially during a time like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just wondering, like, you know, we'll see what the, the long-term of effects, the long-term impact of this will be. I'm just interesting. Cause I was like, I don't know. I don't know, you know, what, what that mean, what that means in the long run for say, you know, anyone in any, any, any form of entertainment that's kind of breaking in and, or stepping up another level, you know, they had a, a, you know, a lower rung agent and now they wanted to possibly get with the big guns. And mm-hmm. what does that big guns look like now? So I don't know. It'll be very interesting to see what happens. But the thing is, we don't fucking know. No one knows. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, um, you know, you had movies like Tenet, which was supposed to be like the movie that saves the movie business. And yeah. um, um, what is it? Christopher Nolan. Um, mm-hmm. And people were like bananas about it and it was really great and it had really good buzz and all that sort of stuff. And now they have indefinitely shelved it because that's another one that like can't release a video on demand or even, mm-mm, mm-mm. you know, sell it to HBO for a lot of money or anything like that. Mm-mm. Like it's a drop in the bucket to how much money they spent making it, marketing yeah. for it, whatever. Their only hope of making the money back is to release it in theaters and breaking news. People yeah. are not going to the theaters for a while. I know. That's crazy. And you know his movies are movies you want to see. And, like, I'm oh, not a big theater sure. person, but there's some movies, the Star Wars, the Marvels, the da-da-da-da-da-da, Christopher yeah. Nolan movies, you want it on the big motherfucking screen with that the top-of-the-line sound system. You want to arc like that shit. Yeah. It's a total arc lighter total art so yeah it'll be interesting um i mean the same is true in tv production um and i think that it's funny that they just announced the emmys and like i'm curious to see what they do with that what will they do with the oscars i don't know like Mm. what are you gonna do with the oscars but it'll be you know TV production has basically with the exception of animation and some stuff that they're able to shoot overseas like TV is done too. So um, I did see though that some of the, some of the Emmys, the interesting Emmy stuff is that um, Netflix got the most ever all time um, mm-hmm. nods from any network. They, it was 160 nominations. Wow. Um, H- HBO is the closest with 107. Um, wow. Watchmen scored the most nominations overall. That's right. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Um, the Mandalorian got a bunch. Best drama, I best know, character voiceover, 
production design, cinematography, et cetera, et cetera. Um, And then I also thought it was interesting that the Breaking Bad prequel, Better Call Saul, and the the Breaking Bad sequel, um, (laughs) El Camino, Camino, yes, that they both won uh, or were nominated for a ton of stuff. Wow. What? So it'll be kind of curious to see what they do. The one thing that TV has that movie does that movies don't is nothing stopping them from putting all the stuff that they've already filmed up on TV. So like WandaVision and stuff like that is going to be like all that's set up, um, including I know you're going to be happy about this. The second season of The Mandalorian in October. This October? Yeah. Oh, yes. I know. Like, so you better still, fucking get on it. There's only a couple months. You I know. Get on I'll, get on, it? I'll get on it. I'll get on it before. Thanks. Then for sure. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, Disney is so stoked that they already. The Disney? That. You know who's killing it right now on the on the new platforms? Disney hmm. Plus and mm-hmm. HBO Max. They're killing it. Yeah. They're killing it watching, with the content. What are, watch, what are you watching on HBO? On HBO uh, Max. I'm watching, uh, well, I'm watching uh, Perry Mason. Yes, I know. I'm way behind. I'm watching uh, I May Destroy You. Yes. I'm watching uh, The Supernatural Bear is watching um, a bunch of shit that's HBO Max only. Like Elmo has his late night show on there and it's super cute. It is 15 (laughs) minutes. It is super cute. It's okay. uh, he has all kinds of guests and stuff, and they make their. Own. It's super cute. Um, and then if you look, I don't know if you've ever have you. Do you have HBO Max? If you have mm-hmm. HBO, you have HBO Max. Have you yeah. looked around? Do you Not see really. what's available? The backlog of classic movies, classic like all of the um, Rick and Morty's are all on there. All of like crazy shit like. Friend, like shit that I don't care about friends, but like all kinds of shows, the whole catalog of shows. So I haven't even done the deep dive into HBO Max, but I also heard and I've heard from multiple people that uh, the DC shit on HBO Max is good. And uh, who told me that? I think I think Ginger Snappers, a.k.a. Shane, he told me that uh, what's that one show? The one that just came out, the DC show that just came out, the, the not the Dependents. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Descent? No, I'm all the Descendants. Not the that. Dependents. The Dependents. <laughs> they're, all, they're all children. It's gonna be not. It's gonna be nowhere near that. I bet. Watch when I go there. Well, um, it's called Topo Gijo. <laughs> oh, here it is. Hold on. Doom Patrol. <laughs> Okay. Mm. I heard that's good. I heard that's really good. And then I heard um, our favorite Kevin Smith talking about like, yeah, I think HBO Max might go kind of the similar route as Disney Plus, Marvel on Disney Plus, where, you know, they're kind of they're They actually are. He said that they're going to have some shows that kind of fold storylines on the shows that fold into the movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. 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 Yeah, but no, that's like crazy. There's originals. I watched Love Life. That's a H- uh, HBO Max original. Totally recommend. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, like the catalog of shit that they have 
is well, crazy. I, I thought that they bungled the rollout of that pretty seriously because it was so confusing to be able to tell how you were going to have HBO now and then, um, or, and then HBO max and HBO now be rolled into HBO max, but HBO go is going away and (laughs) HBO is like a different property entirely. And it was so confusing. I even went onto their website and I was like, what do I need to know? And I couldn't figure it out. And eventually I just figured out that they rolled my service into it. So I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I didn't need to do anything. But now whenever I go onto the main screen of it, it also doesn't say like, Hey, did you know that there's this whole new catalog of shit that you can check out? <laughs> they have not done a very good job of that. They could use a better marketing person. Call me. They could, you know? but it's, you know, it, if you look deep into it, there's, they have shit for fucking, day. you know how we were talking about uh classic movie must haves, right? Must sees. They have a, a, the amazing, just a section of award winning cinema from the black and whites. <laughs> we, we talked about to above and beyond those. Like, and I was looking at this, I was like, these are all the movies, if not more, that we discussed on this award. Uh-huh. Like, like Limelight, A Patch of Blue, A Star is Born, you know, Casablanca, Dr. Zhivago, like all the classics we were talking about in one place. Well, now I'm making a note, note to self. Um, go check out some of the content that they have on HBO Max, which will keep me continuing to, to subscribe to HBO forever. Oh, for sure. Like, where it's a done. Like, can I do a lifetime? I'm just like, uh-huh. can I do at least a year in advance? Um, <laughs> yeah. So there that. was one. There was one other cool thing that I learned about that's um, launching on Disney Plus, which is called the Bad Batch, which is about a a clone crew with like special skills and different DNA from all of their brothers and sisters. I don't know. Um, and so it's sort of a clone spinoff. I don't know if it's a comic book, but it sounded pretty cool. The oh, bad, nice. bad. I mean, they're um, also just like, winning because Disney Plus is also just winning because Beyonce's film that releases tonight at I midnight. That, tonight I is think, Friday the 31st. And I, Hamilton before that. I was talking to Shay Shay LaFunk about uh-huh. the new Beyonce and um, we were both saying that, like, I wish that I liked Beyonce more. Me too. Because I, mean, I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't know her shit. I, like, I know a few I things. Like, I respect I her. Everything about her. So I can't put my finger on what it is yeah. or why it is that I'm not absolutely bananas for her. Exactly. But I recognize, I was telling my homegirls today, I, res- I, I you can't deny the respect she, like there's a, a a level of respect it's fucking black excellence to the fucking fifth power yeah it's qua it's quality you know i watched i watched your shit on hbo before and i was like i'm not yep. even the biggest fan like there's a few songs that i know because it's pop culture at this point like you know everyone knows it from grandmas <laughs> to to whatever you know and there's some there's one or two songs that i just clung on to for whatever reason, I don't even know how I heard it. That's not like a mainstream song. And and but and I never wanted to see her. I would never pay to see her. We saw her at yeah. Coachella. We were very, very fortunate to see her at Coachella. But, you know, I, I don't own her music pre pre streaming shit like that. Same way. I feel the same way. 
But when she puts out shit like this, or oh, she, I know, like I'm watching that shit because I know it's gonna be black excellence to the maximum. Yeah, the visuals I mean, are gonna be on point. Everything. So I was like, I'm gonna. I love what she's when she does shit like this. I love what she's what she's about. What she stands for. Her representation. She's always looking saying. to make sure, yeah. like the whole crew, you know, is black and or of you know of color and just you know the history and it's not just it. it for you know what it is about. Why, even though I'm not the biggest fan of her music, I, like I feel like you, I'm, I wish I liked her more, is because she's inclusive. It, it's she's not. It doesn't seem selfish when she does the 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 Coachella thing. She was like shining light on you know historically mm-hmm. black colleges and the history of that shit, and and also movies about that experience and and stuff like that. And then you know she, I'm sure here just from the what I've seen on my timeline and people, you know, just the little. Um, trailers of it, she's going to come with it on so many levels. It's not selfish at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I, that's that's exactly how I feel about her, too. I think, like, she's absolutely amazing and phenomenal. And I wish that, I wish, you know, I wish that I connected more with her. But yeah. you know what? She's got plenty of people who connect real <laughs> good with her, and she's not missing me. No, so, no, not at all. But you respect go. it. Like you respect it. Oh, yeah. Like so, so much. there's that. Like there's there's not many people that you could say that. Like, yeah, you know. Not a lot of artists. You just that... be like, ah, I don't feel her. No, I don't feel him. No, no. But it's yeah. never like, but I respect this is it's a rare deal. It's a rare fucking yeah. deal. Um, and my last piece of TV news is pretty sad. So I just want to make sure that everybody knows that Sabrina has <gasps> been canceled by Netflix. And you, know what I, and you know what else I didn't know? What? That Netflix had fucking canceled Glow, too. <gasps> I didn't know because I, fi- I wanted to finish it, but I liked who was on there. I didn't know that it was canceled. Yeah. And Dead to Me, which I still haven't seen the second season, so whatever. Me neither. But, yeah, Dead to Me. Mm-hmm. And Ozark, I didn't realize that Ozark had been canceled. I haven't watched it, but I didn't realize it. Like Me neither. Didn't they get to, they're the part of the people that got not Emmy nominated, right? Yeah. So I don't understand why mm-hmm. Netflix does this, but I do know that Netflix is a data-driven company. And that they know who watches what. And they know what kind of milkshake brings the boys to the yard. And maybe it's just not this. But but they, from what I've heard from interviews on podcasts, they don't share that with the creators. No. I think, like, it's if just you internal. know, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just <laughs> like, internal. Did good. Like, hey, Stranger Things, yeah, we're going to renew you for another season. Yeah, right. but they don't share that information. Like, it's not like, like, you know, for TV, you get the, the ratings yep. and yeah. movies you get. No. So it's just like, yeah, you, you did good. Here you go. Here's a bone. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. Um, those are my that's my sad news from TV land. No Moth wow. Sabrina. No Moth. Um, no Moth Ozark. No Moth Dead to Me. And No Moth Glow. My fave. Ah, uh, Black Mary. Yeah. I did feel like the last season meandered a bit. I mm. would have taken it a different direction. But, you know, 
Nobody asked me. <laughs> and then I wanted to bring up what you and I discussed. Did we discuss? Um, I think you were asleep. It was a group text. And I was like, yo, I didn't know Robert Downey Jr. executive produced um, Perry Mason. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't yeah, know that until. That, that is weird. I did the deep dive because I saw the credits and I was like, wait, let me back that up. Is it? And then I looked and then I was like, wait. And then I did the deep dive yeah, on, on the intro webs. Yeah, exactly. You never know. You never know. And it was. And it, it, that was the headlines. Like, you know, Robbie Downer Jr.'s Perry Mason gets a second season when it wasn't really supposed to. It was supposed to be a limited series. Mm. Well, I am probably three or four episodes in. Um, I think it's probably six by now. Um, but it started pretty slow and I was like, I don't know about this. And Ranger Ted dropped off after the second episode, but then I stuck it out for a couple more. I stuck it out for a couple more and I feel like it is getting better. Yes. And it's getting better because I was like, wow, this is total departure from what we discussed, how it's like my roots. So I have like a lot of fond memories. And then right now, this last episode and, and where we're at right now, I'm like, that's how it happens. Yes. That's the kind of shit I want to see. And, and also okay. I was, t- you were asleep. So, and you weren't answering. I was like, Oh, I was like, I don't want to wake her up. I don't know how she, if she, you know, if you're one of those people that keeps your ringer on, you know, I'm or, not that crazy. Okay. I don't know who thank you. Are. Good to know. So, uh, so then, so Karen and if I, enough, if you're dumb enough to leave your notifications on overnight, <laughs> then you deserve to be woken up. <laughs> So then Karen and I took it, took it, you know, directly to each other. And I was like, yo, I just want to know who fucking did the shit that went down in the first episode. Like, do not leave us hanging. Hopefully they don't because it was supposed to be a limited series. So I'm hoping they wrap this up. But I will be so fucking pissed if I do not know who the fuck did what happened in the first episode. Because that's the only reason why I stuck with it. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, you can add me back to that thread. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good to know. Good to know. I do need to pick it up. The other thing that I'm halfway through the last episode and I've been enjoying it so much that I have just not sealed the deal. Like when I really like something, I will stretch out the final episode. And that (laughs) is um, The Outsider on HBO. Oh, yeah. You were talking about that's... um... Stephen mm-hmm. King, based on Stephen King's shit. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jason Bateman. Mm-hmm. He's a producer. He's in it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, I'll talk about that next time. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much all I have. Can we also just always, I mean, I don't think we've mentioned it here so far, but Jason Bateman. He's aged very well. <laughs> he's, he's totally gotten better looking as he's much like you and I. He's totally gotten better looking <laughs> as he's grown up. Yeah, he just, you know, just like, wow. You know, he's been, he's been there with us since jump, you know, since we were kids. And, and look at him now. And he's still looking, he's looking really good. So Looking, yeah, looking better. Yeah, you know, looking good for his age. Um, what? Oh, okay. Uh, all right, then. So I think that's good. And we will hopefully talk to you guys in another week or so. Yeah, week or so. Sounds good. 
All right. All right, then. Peace out, nerds. Supernatural Bear, and I'm here to talk to you guys about um, Transformers War for Cy- the Transformers War for Cybertron trilogy cartoon that has just come out last Thursday, and so far it's been actually pretty cool. I have a couple of figures of it. It's pretty cool, just cool. There have been a couple of death scenes that have been killing off some cool characters and important characters in the show, but it's still kind of worth it. As Optimus Prime always says, till all are one. Yep, wise words of wisdom. Wise words of wisdom. But overall, it's pretty cool. Just pretty cool. There are... a lot of classic characters, revoice and everything. And I'm a little bit sl- sad that Peter Collin isn't voicing Optimus Prime anymore. Pretty sad that he doesn't do that anymore. But at least they have someone that can at least imitate Optimus Prime's voice. Kinda. Eh. Not really sticking, though. Peter Collin, since the 1984, has been the voice of Optimus Prime, except in the Unicron Trilogy and the Beast Era. But Peter Collin has always voiced Optimus Prime until these three TV shows, Rescue Bots Academy, Transformers Cyberverse, and the Transformers War for Cybertron Trilogy cartoon. Now it is disappointing that some of the, some of the character some of the um actors and voice actors that usually played the characters couldn't do it. They couldn't do it anymore cuz they're pretty old. On honestly they're pretty old because they've been voicing the character pretty much since 1984, which is a long time ago. Very long. But, um, basically, in Generation Selects, which is, um, a thing in Transform, which is a thing in the Transformers, Power of the Primes, Combiner Wars, the Prime Wars trilogy, and the, and the War for Cybertron trilogy, I, I guess. Yeah, you could go with that. But, in Generation Selects, there's a, it is a wave of retools and redecos of already existing characters to make new characters that maybe haven't had a chance to shine on the spotlight. Like my Hotshot toy, for exi- instance. It's a retool of um, the War for Cybertron trilogy, I think the War for Cybertron Siege Hound, but it's still pretty, it's still pretty cool. Well, I have to, I have to go, because it's, uh, really crampy in here but i hope you guys will enjoy another episode of the nerd in three two 
one, 